Welcome to Educators with Oil Podcast, where we discuss education with God, teaching with love, and inspiring with faith. Take your oil with you. Let God guide your steps in the classroom. Co-hosts Ronette Branham and Shanae Moore. Welcome to Educators with Oil podcast. Hello, we are Educators with Oil. We are here to discuss biblical strategies for effective teaching. I am Ronette Branham and this is my co-host Shanae Moore. How are you today, Shanae? Fabulous. How are you? I'm great. And I'm excited to get into this new subject that we're going to talk about, this topic of of balancing work and home. And I just want, I have a question. Does anybody or have you ever felt like your work and home life is off balance? You're bringing too much work home. You're working too long, too many hours, or you're not putting in enough time um, with the work. How, how is the family, does it seem like your family's being affected by you bringing your work home? What have you decided to do? Are there any, su- I, I, we have suggestions that could help with that, um, but that's just something to think about. Is it off balance or do you, are you good with it? So I have a few scriptures that I can use to help, to help us with that. Um, the first one is Ecclesiastes 3, um, verses 1 through 8. And it's talking about, I didn't put all, I didn't write all the scriptures, but it's talking about there's a season for in time for everything. A, a time to work, a time to play, a time to laugh, a time to cry. So there's a time to weep, a time to mourn. So there's a time for everything. So um, I just wanted to say that using that scripture as how time is divided and that time is um, divided into parts. You're going to use your time for whatever the season is. And that's something I want to talk about a little later and, and make our seasons be what is a priority to us at that time. And then I have Ecclesiastes 4 and 6. And it says, better is a handful of quietness than two hands full of toil and striving after wind. Uh, I have a lot to say about that one, too. So I'll just read the scriptures and then I'll see what we come up. Um, Ephesians 5 and 17, that's the last scripture that I have. Be careful then how you live, not as wise, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So we'll get into that. Did you want to, do you have a comment? Um, Yeah, a comment before I get into the scripture, I I find it interesting that, um, that every time we have a scripture that we both read, like you, something resonates with you and then something Uh, resonates with me. It has to be like that. Yeah, when you mentioned that scripture, you were saying there's a season, there's a season, there's a time for this and a time for that. And all I could focus on is um, being born and dying. 
planting, uprooting, kill and heal. So my mind was thinking good and bad. Good yeah. and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> so that's interesting how you thought looking at the season part and I'm like, good and bad to me. This is all <laughs> like so yeah. if I could comment on that scripture, you have time for work and time for enjoying and not trying to say like work is bad. I'm not saying that. But yeah. you need to make time for for working. We like we have to work. We need to work so that we can pay our bills. We're adults. We have responsibilities. We need to survive. We have a family to take care of. So we have to do it in some way, um, shape or form. We have to do that. We can't just sit at home all day and do nothing. But at the same time, you need to be able to enjoy the fruits of all of your hard work on the flip side of it. It can't just be work, work, work. You need to have those moments where, okay, I do work all super hard and I worked all these yeah. hours. Now I need to go and take care of my family that I'm supposed to be pouring into. And those are the fruits of your labor. Like you pay a mortgage, you pay bills, go to your house and enjoy your couch, enjoy your nice place. And whether it's apartment, house, whatever yeah. it is, go enjoy those things. I like to sit on the couch and watch the office all day long. Like I pay the TV, I pay for the internet, I pay for yeah. the I need to go enjoy those things now. Go enjoy your family time, enjoy all of the stuff that you're so working hard for. So that's how my mind took that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ecclesiastes 3 and 13 does say also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. So you have to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You do have to be able to enjoy it because what's the sense in laboring? You're you're planting and, and toiling in the ground trying to get a... a get produce, produce something. And then once you say your carrots come up, your grapes come up, all that stuff um, is flourishing. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to sit back and eat it. You have yeah. to be able to sit back and enjoy it because you're like, ah, oh, I did it. Here are the, fr the fruits of my labor. Yes, I have to enjoy it. So there's a, there's a few things when you were saying that too, about you're working, you know, you're working for a living. Yeah. We work for a living, but we chose a we chose the work that should be enjoyable at the same time. So, if you're at a job that you feel like it is uh, is really toil and trouble, I don't know how to say it. Yes. Sometimes that it, is probably not the best place for you. Sometimes we do have to work and take what we could get because sometimes it's hard to get it's hard to get a job or to or to come up with something to um, produce or manufacture our own self. So, but at the same time, you still have to, you know, enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. And you're laboring like a mom has a baby. She's laboring for 12, 13 hours. I don't know what you labor. Uh, mine was that, yeah. I think 14 hours. Yeah. So it wasn't fun. <laughs> but when my baby got here, that was a beautiful little girl. That's a, you know, a beautiful baby. So I was able to enjoy and actually forget what it was like that you actually forgot how much pain you were in once she got there you know you're like oh yeah this is you know this is the fruit right here yeah. so um i have that and then huh i have all those i, I have a few um so to me that means we have to be wise in how we're how we're living so when, when I say the seasons that we're, um, it's time for whatever kind of season, just 
for instance, you are, it's the end of the market period. You have to, not even the end of a market, end of a unit. You gave students all these tests, right? Um, gave the students a test and the test might be long. They might be math where you have to grade each individual um, test and each individual problem. So, and then the problem might have four or five parts. So that's a long test. If you have 20 students, 25 students in your classroom, that's gonna take some time. You know how the students come to you, did you grade our test? No, because no, it's, that's too much work. I'll get, give it to you next week. Students ready for it. So you're gonna have to put in some time and you might go home, this is the season. Right now for me to grade these tests. Okay, I can't cook dinner. I might have somebody else cook dinner. I might have to grab something quick on the way home, but this is the season I'm in right now. Yeah. This season might not last two days, yeah. but this is the season I'm in. I have to grade these tests. Another season might be the first of a marking period. It's kind of good right now. You know, you a little bit relaxed. You have any tests to grade, any papers to grade, because you just started, you know, um, teaching a subject or something. So this is a season I could spend with my family, me and my family. I, I, my family, for real, my family, we walk together, we bike ride together. And during that time, we're talking about everything. We're talking about anything and nothing, everything and nothing. And we're talking about what we want to do, what we plan. And when we go to the park, the kids ride their bikes and we walk, we do, we, uh, we never do less than three and a half miles. So that's an hour and 15 minutes. That's a lot of time to talk. The kids are racing each other, want to take pictures and all that. So me and my daughter are talking about things. Or I go bike riding with the, the kids, just me and the kids. And we are bike riding, talking about everything, talking about safety, bike safety, talk about what happened in school, what happened at camp, what happened, wherever. So that's the season that we're in right then. I can take that time. That might be a Saturday. That might be after school. That might be... You have seasons for everything so that you won't get, you won't be thinking about, oh, my family says I'm bringing too much work home, right? But there's a season and there's a time for everything. It's a balance. You have to be wise in redeeming your time, taking your time to know what's important today. Tomorrow, that might not be important. Um, I got you. Yeah. And when you're finding that time goes with the second chapter, Ecclesiastes 4, 6. Um, when you're finding that time to relax and fill your mind, body, and soul, and you're just away from your work, then you return back in a peaceful state. And that tranquility, I think it was saying in the Bible. Um, and that peaceful state will transfer over to others that come in contact with you. So mm -hmm. now that you're relaxed, like I can't imagine, like I am a firm believer. I'm one of those educators, like, no, I'm not taking it home with me. I need to get these, um, I need to get these tests graded at school. I need to have whatever conversation I need to have. I need to have it at school. Like I'm not one of the teachers where I just dart out after when the bell leaves. But at the same time, I'm like, I have to go pick up my kids. I make sure everything is in order so that I can 
safely walk away and know that everything is still going to be perfectly fine. Those tests, I can finish them tomorrow. And I organize it where I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just do five today. And then I'll do five tomorrow. So organize it like that. It don't all have to get done right then and there. It will be okay. Like I constantly got to tell myself that it will be okay if you don't finish grading all the tests in one day. But yeah, balance everything out so that you can leave. And when you leave work, you are, it is, it's family time. Instantly, when I am off the clock, it is now family time. It is now me time. Some people don't even have children. So I can't even say that. Right. New time. Time for you to go to a spa, go relax, go chill out, go watch a movie. Like it is after those times, it is time for you. Like, don't be afraid to. I'm, I, some teachers have to be what time we got to be at work because I'm never on time wait a minute 8 40 <laughs> so like I do not feel bad if I am in my car to 8 35 8 36 I yeah. do not I don't care yeah. if I get there early if I want to sit and take some time with myself to sit in the car I'm not feeling bad about it like no you need that balance you need to make sure you're given time but then when I am at work I'm giving 110%. Like I'm going hard the entire time. I'm mm-hmm. not being lazy all day. I'm not doing that yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah, just making sure you have that balance so that you're not coming in stressed because if you are, you're not taking that time and you're leaving work five, six o'clock after yeah. the kids left at three something, you're leaving work five, six, six thirty, and then going home and you're going to start to get some type of resentment. You're going to blame the job for, oh, yeah. oh I don't get to spend, spend time with my family and, oh, I'm missing this and I'm missing that. Oh, I didn't catch that TV show that my friend was telling me about. Like, you start to blame the job for the reason yeah. why you're missing out on so much time to have with you and your family. And that's not the case. You should be cutting it off. Yeah. That's some boundaries. That's what I was going to say at first, but there are every person is different so you could be that one who puts up that wall that divider for work and home because even when you're home you have to divide that time also so you can divide that work and home you're at work for six and a half hours so you can use that time for work and say this is when I'm going to work and then when I get home I cut it off and that's my wall I have that time and this time I have to divide it just say I have a husband or kids or children or nobody i might have a dog you yeah. know the dog is ready. as soon as you come in the house he doesn't yeah. care what you have in your hand the dog is ready so yeah. you have to everybody has to know who they are so that's one thing about getting to know who you are spending that time with yourself mm-hmm. being able to know i'm this kind of person if i bring my work home i'm never going to get it done yeah or if i bring my work home i'm going to be working till 10 o'clock if I um, bring my work home, I can work until five o'clock and then I'm done or four o'clock or however long it takes you to get home, to get done. But you have a cutoff time. Or if you're like me, I have these seasons where I work, I might work four days in a row straight with work that I'm bringing home. Might've had to grade some things or do something or assess some stuff. I don't know. And then the next I don't want to say how many days, but a lot of days <laughs> I might not work on anything. I'm one of those people who will bring my backpack home every day and it never gets open. And they're like, why am I bringing this thing back and forth 
for nothing. So then I learned to leave you home sometimes. But just in case I feel like working on something, I'll have it. But um, it depends on the type of person. If you need that time, cut it off. I'm not doing it um, because I have, I need me. So everybody's different. You have to understand who you are, how you operate. Because I remember working during my prep and I was working. Like actually doing, it, it, it sounds funny because I'm saying it. Actually doing work, job work. And then I told somebody, I had to use my prep for prep. I didn't like that. Like that's my unwind time. Even yeah. though I, before when I had my prep first thing in the morning, then I used it for work. But now it's in the middle, so my stuff's already done. So then I'm like, huh, I had to use my prep for prep. I had to really work. And so I'm not that. I'd rather work 20 minutes after school than use that 40 minutes, you know, working on work. But you, we do have that time at, at work. To, it's not like we never have time to work on, on what we need to at work. Yeah. And I, I use that that time too. I think what would help too with some educators is the lunchtime. Sometimes we want to work through our lunchtime. I don't agree with that. I feel like we should no. take that time, listen to some music, not working. Definitely do not encourage working. But if we have prep, I like to use the prep time for stuff that cannot be done at home. At home. So that includes yeah. stuff like the bulletin board, um, what else? Like organizing the classroom. Maybe I have, I switched my books out in my library. Oh, Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I use that prep time for that too, in addition to um, doing lesson plans. But once I get those little things done in the classroom, then I go do my lesson plans. And I do that during the prep time too. And I use the, the like, I put my headphones on because, you know, people will try to come into the classroom when you're doing it. But try to put your headphones on, put, put music in on so that you can stay focused. But yeah. I have goals. So I don't try to do all my lesson plans in that one day. Yeah. Um, I try to do the math lesson plans or maybe half of the math, math lesson plans. But have different goals and try to accomplish those goals, not big goals, but just little small ones. And use every time wisely while you are at work because I see it so much on like Facebook when new teachers are like how do y'all balance it how do you uh -huh. guys do it where you're not constantly bringing your work home because it's affecting their family life it's affecting their relationships and no I disagree with it <laughs> I do not agree that you should be doing that like yeah no do not do it work as hard as you can you can honestly say some people do not work as hard as they can during the hours you will see teachers talking you will see teachers just like doing whatever they want to do or like no use your time wisely wisely that's what he talks about redeeming the times and that means taking back your time yeah. buying back that time i'm going to use that time for what i need to do prioritize like you said that is a time if you have to do a bulletin board that for the month, that is the time. And you can get a bulletin board done in 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that. So you can use your time. If that's the time that you have to um, clarify something with your principal and you need to have that face-to-face -face or another teacher collaborate with another teacher. And usually the preps for the uh, grade level are usually the same prep times. If that's the time you need to collaborate with a teacher, yes, you can yes. do that instead of calling the teacher up at home yes. and saying, 
let's do this. And then you're interfering with that teacher. You don't know how they feel about bringing work home. You can ask them, but people will help you, you know? But at the same time, they're feeling like, she could ask me this at work. But if somebody calls me, I will help them. That's how I am. But if I'm busy or I don't, I'm not, just say I was that person who can't work when I'm home, I will feel some type of way. And then, like you said, you start resenting your job. Like, this is too much. I'm home now, you know? So you, we can, um, but just use your time wisely. Don't stress just If you feel stressed, like you're stressing yourself out, you're using too much work time for home, yeah. then you probably are. Yeah. You probably are. If I feel like another day I brought work and I have all this stuff to do, you probably are. If you have to do, just say you have to put in grades into whatever your grading system is, do a little bit at a time. Do that during your prep. Do that when you have the time at school. And then it won't feel like it's overwhelming if you take it home and you're going to do all the science, put all the science in today. That's too much. You, you won't get done. Then you'll be tired. And then you have to go to work the next day. So, yeah, you have to prioritize and understand what priority, prior, priority actually is. Yeah. Is it my well-being? Or is it these grades? Grades, you're going to put your grades in. You know your grades going to get in yeah. one day or another. So your health is more important. We talked about that rest and um, oh, prioritizing and having that joy. That's our strength. But if you're, you can't have joy if you're, if you're overworked. Yeah. You can't. You, you, you're not even going to look at every, your work right. Um, and I think also to uh, just just quickly quickly gonna say it that you don't have to greet everything. I, I don't go to a lot of teachers' classrooms or talk to them about this, but you just don't have to grade every no, you don't. worksheet. You don't. Oh, I throw a portfolio. I throw I throw stuff in my portfolio. Like I, if it's a whole week of you doing multiplication with two digits you don't need to grade every assignment no. like no i don't know teachers do you think teachers do that great try no. to grade everything no. no well i have spoken with people and i told them exactly what you're saying yeah. like you're putting this in and you're saying just just for instance mm-hmm. you, you did a test and most of the kids didn't grasp the concept and yeah. so those tests are failing grades yeah you're not going to put that in your grading system why are you going to do that? And you're going to reteach it and see if there's another way to get the kids to yeah. see if they can grasp it. Why are you putting that? You have a whole marking period to see if they uh, reached that, met that standard. Yep. So I'm going to put this film grade all the way through the in everybody's um, in the column for every student. Yeah. Why? You can, it's going to come back around. They have homework every day. Some people, I just say, okay, put a stamp on it and give it back to them. I, I learned to do that. But this time I had stats and then I'm like, yeah. So, so what I do is, so I tell the parents and I tell the students at the beginning of the school year, if I put a check on it, just a check on it, that means I saw it. So what I do is I will glance over, I organize them all together and I glance over it and I see what's the most important skill from that worksheet. And if I see that majority of the students master it, especially stuff like homework, because they get help from homework. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, worksheets. I look to see what's the most important skills from that sheet, and I see if most of the students master. So I might make a little checklist next to it. But 
I don't grade it. I don't put a grade on it. I don't do the calculations no. for it. I just put a check on it. And everybody knows that when it's coming home, that the teacher saw it. Saw it. Yes. That's not something I put in my grade book. I said, if I always tell them, if I put it in my grade book, you will see a grade at the top. That just mm-hmm. means I saw it. So that's quick. That could have a Yeah, that's what I said. I put a, my second grade like stickers. I yeah. said sticker or a stamp. And yeah. I, they, like my students know, I don't grade homework, period, because- I have had homework done 100% right. They're in school doing extra tickets and they don't even understand it. I don't grade homework. I don't grade it, period. But the students want credit because they're doing their work. So I do put a check for them to say they're happy with it. My kids are second grade, so they're happy. And then when it's an extra ticket, then if it's, it's, I'm not going, if you have just say a unit, and the first half of the unit is working on one standard. I'll grade that stuff. I'll grade a few to see how they did and then put them in. I'm not going to grade the whole mark here. I'm not going to have 50 assignments in my grade book. Something students. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So at the same time, you have to take your time back. So some part of your time is not grading every single paper. Yeah. Take your time back. You need to see... I have 40 minutes every day, most days, that I can do some work. Let me see what I can do during that time. Um, That's how you have to do. And Uh then you relax. Also, what helps is I do a lot of small groups. I already mentioned this before. that I try to do small groups every single day. So when I'm in that small group, I, I grade them there. So small groups, usually that's when I'm giving them, if we're doing addition, I'm giving them a problem. What's 20 plus 23? If they're doing it right away, like on their papers, give a check right there. One check, one check, one check. Got it. Next, write number two on your paper. I'll give you another problem. You got it correct? Check, check, check. Like that's really, really quickly. And now I met with all my students in eight minutes. I just assessed that they can add. So I just got a whole worksheet right there done. They wrote it in themselves. I didn't even have to have a worksheet in um, where I had it typed up or something, but Constantly telling them all at the same time. If there's a student that, no, they're, they're going to be on the same pace. <laughs> so they're, they're in groups where they're on the same level. So if somebody's a little bit slower moving in, the, in that group, most likely everybody is moving at the same pace. Yeah, so yeah. for one group, I might give four problems. For another group, I may give eight problems. Another group, but they're all doing that same skill, just on different levels. And I make it more difficult as the groups get higher. But something like that, too. I use a lot of my class work, small group assignments to, to grade it, to give yeah. them a grade. But yeah, I agree with what you said. If you're going through majority of the papers and majority of the classes fell in, I'm going to have to reteach this. So why would I put that grade in? I'm not doing that to my students. I'm not going to put a whole, that looks bad on you, first of all. Yeah. Everybody in the class failed. No, I'm going to reteach it. Let's put this to the side. And I will be honest with the students and say, hey, we didn't do too well on that one. So we're going to try it again after we get more practice and see how we do. I'm not giving it back to you so you can see FFF. I'm not doing that. No. And then, (coughs) then there are things that you know, my second grade, there's one particular test that we have every year that the students don't do well. They yeah. throw in some little tricky things yeah. and I already know before they get that, I might throw out some of those problems because it doesn't make it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to assess that skill today. I don't need to assess that skill. That might be the, 
the district need that test. That's the one that came with the curriculum. Yeah, but I need to test that skill. So yeah, but to go back to the original, redeeming our time, seeing if we're um, balancing our home, working home, you can feel if it's unbalanced or not. You will feel stressed when you get home and you have stuff and you're thinking, huh, I can't even have, I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to this. I don't have time to sit down and breathe. Then you're doing too much. Yeah. Your job should be enjoyable. I don't care what you do. I mean, if you're a teacher. So some people have jobs that can't, some parts not enjoyable. I know that. But we have to, we have to take our time back. Just key points. You want to balance your time. You want to make sure when you're at work that you're giving 100%, but um, also making sure you're giving time for yourself and your family, your dog, cat, whatever it is that you have at home. Make sure you're balancing your time and you're taking a refresher so that you can come back the next day in a peaceful state and feeling fulfilled and you can spread that, that joy to other people. So yeah. with that, we will end there. And you can reach us at educatorswithoil at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at Educators with Oil. Like our page, please. Thank you. Um, and then don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we will see you on our next episode. Bye.